All right, welcome back to another episode of Knowledge Under the Influence. I'm your host, Martez. You can find me on Instagram at Martez underscore for show. On this episode, I got a uh, a very special guest, somebody I consider like a like a brother um, and a newfound mentor, and he ain't know it, but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Now uh, doing a lot of things, and and like I said, just for my show and what I'm trying to do is kind of show you can go from having nothing and go somewhere and take your life to a totally different level that you never even expected. Um, and I got a guest on here to kind of show, you know, tell his story and how he got to where he's at. And his name is PC. Or at least that's what he goes by. Um, where, where that name come from? Um, originally my name was problem child. I used to rap when I was like 12 and my cousin gave me the name problem child. And then once I got older, I'm like, you know, I can't do the problem child thing no more. So, to pay cash when I started getting money, you so, know what I'm saying. So that's where it came. So, from. so you, so you actually rap before you started doing what you do now, like you was yep. a rapper. Yeah. How old were you when you did that? Um, like 12, 11, 12. I was rapping, and when I was like, yeah, like 11, 12. And you knew you wanted to be a rapper. That's what you thought you wanted to be. Yeah, I was just following behind my cousin. I just wanted to do what he did. So he rapped. I wanted to rap. You know what I'm saying? And then my passion from the gate was making beats, like banging on the tables, banging on my desk at school. You know what I'm saying? Like that was always my thing. That's what everybody know me from. You know what at, I'm saying? At, like, at the age of 12. No, before that, not banging on the desk and making beats with my mouth. You know what I'm saying? That's first grade, kindergarten. Like anybody who really know me know that's what I always did. You know what I'm saying? Rapping came after that. You know what I'm saying? So originally it was just me beating on the table, beating with pencils and pens, right. and you know what I'm saying? That was always Keith. That was always me, you know what I'm saying? So that, that I mean, that's crazy. I didn't know that. I was always wondering. I'm like, dang, you know, PC, pay cash. Like, where the hell that name come from? Like, you know what I'm saying? So I, to me, like, but it makes sense, like, from problem child to pay cash. Like, And then really my cousin, that same cousin, he gave me that, the pay, he put the pay cash on there. Because I'm like, man, I can't be problem child no more. I'm getting older, you right. know what I'm saying? He's right. like, man. PC stand for pay cash, man. You getting money. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, that's sweet as hell. At the age of 12, you was getting money. No, 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 no. Okay. Later on down the line, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think I probably was like, what, 18, 19 when the PC oh, okay. went from problem child to pay cash. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying my cousin, you know, he was like, man, PC stand for pay cash. You use that. And I'm like, damn, that's sweet as hell. That, and I just went with it. You know just, what I'm saying? Yeah, that shit crazy. Because I, like, I don't know. It just threw me off. And I was like, man, PC... AKA pay cash, AKA paycheck. I was like, this like that was like some old shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was either I think I either seen that shit on Facebook or it was something that I seen that shit. On. Probably like, yeah, probably Facebook. Yeah, and I was like, what the? Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? This grown ass man talking about? You know what I'm saying? But it makes sense. Like, so I'm like, what? Who like influenced you the most to like want to produce? Um. Damn, because like I said, like I. Like, man, even before I was in school, like, you could ask my mom, like, three, four years old, like, mm-hmm. making noises with my mouth. So, I just was born like this, bro, on some real shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if my mama was just pregnant with me and just right. banging the music so loud to where I just got a depth. But, like, literally, like, I always been like this, bro. No cap. No just saying it for this podcast. Like, yeah. I always been like this. Like, my grandmother, my mama... Like everybody knew this about me, you know what I'm saying? So I really, I really can't say like I was listening to the Dr. Dre beats and I wanted to make beat. Like fuck, no, nah. like 
that I, I just always been like this. So no, so like I'm saying, like being like nobody, you know, because a lot of people. Yeah, later on down the line, like you know, just being a fan of music, the Dr. Dre. Okay. And, yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying, and, and all that or whatever. That's like, what I'm saying. Like in the industry, like people in the industry who like kind of influence you to want to produce music like why didn't you take the rapping route like you know what i'm saying like i mean i know you said you you were just making beats with your mouth and stuff but it's like you obviously had a thought about rapping so why not pursue that or you know what i'm saying well really when the the first time i actually got a dollar for a beat that's what just was like this take the cake because it's taking it's gonna take me they paid you a dollar for a beat no no no, no i'm just saying no no i got 75 dollars for my first beat but uh, i'm just saying the first time i made a dollar you know what i'm saying i yeah. made actually made some money for a beat yeah that's what took the cake because i'm like okay it's gonna take me a lot longer to make some money if i'm rapping because right. all these niggas that i know that i'm around that's rapping they ain't really making no money like that right but i can make this beat and a nigga gonna cash me for it you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and that's what took the cake I, and i really like music sonically you know what i'm saying like i'm yeah. into all that shit. So I'm like, fuck rapping. I'm just about to make these beats and really get paid to do and what you, I love to do. And you was how old? Um, 14. I don't, 13, 14. Whatever you heard. When you listen to that, the last podcast I did, nigga, that's how old I was. Don't give me the line. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Why well, shit? I just wanted to thirteen, Like 13, 14. You know what I'm saying? Right around there. You know what I'm saying? That's when I got, I was in the eighth grade. Mm -hmm. And Young Rob um, gave me seventy five dollars for a beat. Eighth grade, eighth with an F. Eighth. He was in the eighth grade. Eighth, not eighth. He was in like an eighthy. Eighthy. That's a whole different Half conversation. Yeah. Look, look. look. <laughs> um, but no, no, for real. Like, I mean, it's just crazy because it's like when you come up and you you be so young and you got an idea in your head and you like, man, I want to do that. Like being that that young like some people are born to do certain things like and that's crazy for you to be that young and like you like shit i don't know where it come i don't know if my mama was listening to beats or shit if she was listening to music like it's crazy like but just like people that be like oh yeah well you can be born gay or you can be born this like the shit could Man, just why be why you gonna say that shit on I'm my segment don't be <laughs> i'm saying you it, it could just be in your it could just be in your blood it could just be in your you blood had to use that fucking example i couldn't shit. think it, i panicked God damn. I couldn't think of shit else. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, like, you can be, it, it's just in your blood. Like, that's that's just what you wanted to do. Music in my blood. Music, not, not, not gay. <laughs> Music is in your blood. So I'm saying that shit just crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I look at you and I'm like, well, damn. You know what I'm saying? I know shit. Shit, I didn't know you for, shit, how long you been around? Shit. I, without putting out your list of events, should, should I'm gonna say I didn't know you at least since 2000. I'm gonna say at least 2011. How old is hey, Ken, fuck, how man. old is Kinsley? Kinsley is seven. Okay, more longer than before that then. Yeah, nigga, okay, we okay, way before 2011. Oh yeah, okay. We so probably, maybe 2000. Damn, I might have still been there. Eight. Yep, I think I was just graduating. Two thousand, yeah, because TT a year. Because I met the I met the family like real quick. Yeah, so yeah, so two. Let's say two thousand. Let's say two. So yeah, you know I'm saying I I didn't know you shit, and it was crazy because yeah, so it's crazy because you was telling me that you had a you had a job, and I'm like since I know you, you ain't never had no goddamn job. Like I ain't never known you to work. Like other the business than, owner. That's man. you know what I'm saying. Like I didn't know that you worked for somebody. Like my whole time knowing you, you've always been like damn this nigga Keith. 
or PC. Oh shit! I said your name. Can I? I can cut real. that. I, I you know what? I can cut that part when out. You said you wanted to do this podcast. <laughs> I'm like, I know where this shit going. I know what's about to happen. It ain't gonna get personal. It's getting part. You think you said my real name? <laughs> I can cut that part out. Listen, well, well, peace. I'm saying like, as long as I didn't know you, I ain't never known you to work for somebody. I didn't always know you to be. You know, what I'm saying hustle and make a way for yourself. And you know what I'm saying to be a provider, and it's just crazy to kind of hear your story and see you and be like, damn, this nigga went from X, Y, and Z, and now being featured on who, who the biggest artist you've be, been featured on or or uh, produced music for? Uh, uh, Lil Wayne probably. Lil Wayne is the biggest. Yeah. How did you how you get connect? Like how you find time to find Lil Wayne? Because it's like you know what I'm saying like me with this podcast shit is crazy because it's like I'll reach out and I ain't even gonna lie like I didn't reached out to people and reached out and it's like shit I, I can say probably like 50 people and only a good 15 people didn't respond and some didn't even laugh or be like yeah I'll check out your podcast or you know what I'm saying but now I'm like I gotta start small and I gotta reach out to the connection that I know you know what I'm saying the PCs and and and, and other people that came from Inkster that did really well and it's doing really well in the music industry or just on some entrepreneur shit in general so that's where i that's where i wanted to go with it i'm like damn so i started reaching out to people but i'm like for you to be able to make it so far as to be a kid from inkster to grow up and produce music and beats for lil wayne like how'd you how'd you get to that like how you man really it could it could be it's like one person lead to another person lead to another person lead to another person because one day like when I got, I probably say like probably like six, seven years ago, when shit really started to pop off, I would sit and think about that. Like, damn, how the fuck did I do all this? Like, how the fuck did I make it this far? Mm-hmm. And I'll backtrack. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, like with Santuana and Antoine, you know what I'm saying? Like them niggas really taught me the business, and mm-hmm. I really used to be in their basement, and they just telling me like, man, you need to do this, you need to do that, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying? These people reaching out, man, because um. I had moved to Atlanta. I had got signed to a management company, and I moved out to Atlanta with the manager. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I remember just, like, being in a basement and them telling me to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything stemmed from then, from, from right there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And these were just, like, some niggas that was from my hood. You right. know what I'm saying? So, f- with me networking with some other niggas that I knew from my hood that did music led to them telling me to make a MySpace and then put my beats on there and then somebody hearing my beats yeah, and then my I, space yeah y'all. you had a black planet too if you yeah, say yeah. you had a black planet on my fucking podcast i ain't I, had no motherfucking crush spot though uh, yeah you too gangsta for that here yeah, i my had nigga, look look i had a black planet my nigga mook was on the crush spot so hard bro i never <laughs> had a crush spot but yeah i had a myspace that's that's where i um i pretty much got discovered on, on myspace or whatever but but yeah back to your question or whatever um yeah just you know linking with somebody that was right in my neighborhood and then that turning into linking with somebody all the way in Atlanta and then linking with artists and you know what I'm saying that's just that's that's all it takes is for you to network with the person to your left and your right you know what you, I'm saying? you ever like like I said for me it's like me doing a podcast it's like my shit ain't that credible now because it's just starting off so it's like nigga why am I speak on your podcast or 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 be on there like then that's the thing Nigga, you, we related. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, shit, I'm going to hit my cousin right. up. Yeah. And then, you know what I'm saying? That tur- that could turn into some whole other shit. It's, it's easy as that. Right. And that's you know what, what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm saying. Be- but it's it's harder because it's like, even in the shit that you do, like you have a, a product that kind of speaks for itself. Like you have, 
you produce music, you produce beats, and it's like, shit, send me a beat, send me a CD full of your beats and let me listen to it. And it's like, okay, cool. Somebody can sit there and they can listen. They can like, okay, cool. But like for like a podcast, I'm never, I'm you're not gonna get the time of day if people don't think you credible. Like if your content isn't good, or or the shit that you have on or the people that you have on there is incredible. So it's like, I don't never I, like it's for me. It's like, well, damn, like shit. Like who gonna want to listen? Like shit. It depends. Well, yeah, that's the thing. You think it's too hard. The thing about this shit or the thing about anything, you never know how something is going to happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? You just grind and you just work and you just network. And like I said, you know, you network the person with the person to your left. You network with the person to your right. You never know. Everybody connected to everybody, bro. Do you do you ever – so I'm saying when you was coming up, you know a lot of people like when they had like, like mixtapes. You know, when a lot of people got mixtapes. They're around college campuses. They hustling. Hey, check out my mixtape. They got some little phony ass. I'm not phony. They got some little punk ass paper cover. And they be like, yeah, this is my mixtape. You know, uh, booty pumping volume 12. And you be like, dog, I'm not about. And I used to be around campus. And I and I grab a CD and somebody be like, yeah, listen to this. And I throw it away. I walk and like the nigga. I don't know if it was a presentation. If the nigga didn't like. First of all, I'm going to be aggressive. Like if I'm giving out CDs, <laughs> nigga, I'm going to be aggressive. I'm going to be like, okay, cool. Uh, hear my mixtape. Yeah, here. No, no. Let me play you my mixtape. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna sit here. Let me, let me say, listen to my mixtape. I take these headphones off right now. Be listening to my own shit and put them on a nigga head. Here, listen to my mixtape because the reality of it all is niggas will take your shit and throw it away and not give you time there. Like on that hustle and flow shit. Like my man's took a CD, pissed on it. He never or his his tape never listened to it. That shit happens. Like so for you making beats. Like does that shit like when you knocking on doors, do you reach out? Were you reaching out to people or were people reaching out to you? Or did you, were you just always in the right place at the right time? Um, I think it was a mixture of all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I, for one, I got hot in my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Then I started getting hot in Detroit. And then it was just people. I was so passionate about my craft that the mm -hmm. people around me was willing to help me. Mm -hmm push my shit, you know right. what I'm saying, and use their resources, and, oh, you should do this, and I was so young, too, so I had a lot of older niggas around me that was really like, man, do this, do that, do mm -hmm. this, do that, you know what I'm saying, so it was a mixture of all that shit, and then me, because at first, like, I remember, I'll never forget, when I moved to Atlanta, and I signed to the management company I signed to, and the guy, Quest, he was an intern at Grand Hustle, and he had worked under Coach K. Coach K is a well-known executive mm -hmm. in the industry now, but he used to work under him when he used to uh, manage Jeezy and whatever, whatever. But when I moved out there, I was around all the artists. Mm -hmm. I'm in the studio with Young Dro. I'm in the studio with Jazzy Faye. I'm in the studio with the fucking Franchise Boys. This one, they was popping. This was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. But I used to go to the studio or be right next to these people, like, right next to him in the studio they i could talk to him ask him anything whatever mm -hmm. and i didn't used to say shit because my whole thing was i used to be like i don't want to say nothing i don't want to sound like a i don't want to like make it seem groupie. like i'm a groupie yeah. or i'm you know what i'm saying so i used to be like man fuck these niggas i'm gonna just let my music speak for itself exactly and make a long story short when i moved out there i ended up coming back home ain't nothing really popped like i i I didn't get no placement from me being out there in Atlanta and being with all the artists, like mm -hmm. being next to these motherfuckers, and I didn't really make nothing happen. And my manager sat me down like, bro, you got to talk to these people. Like, you got to right. build relationships. Like, this shit is built 
off relationships. Mm-hmm. And I had to come back home and let that sit on my brain like, damn, that could have been my only shot. Like, I was right there at Grand Hustle Studio, right there with Jeezy. Yeah. And I ain't make no impression on these motherfuckers. I ain't do nothing. So, like, the next chapter in my career, when I started being around not even just the artists, but the A&Rs, the managers, mm-hmm. I started building relationships with motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And that shit then took me a long way, bro. You know what I'm saying? Or just, like, not even, like... Even with people that you don't think is important, bro. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's important. That's how you gotta look at yep. every everybody's important. I don't give a fuck who that fucking crackhead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's important. So you wanna just have a good impression on everybody. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Cause you never know who know who or who connected to who. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and it's crazy because like the fact that you say that is like just from like just going back to like a, a, a corporate standpoint, like you you don't know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm in a, a, a job where you know, it's, it's sales heavy. You do a lot of sales. Um, but a lot of people, they like, well, how you become the top salesman? How do you become the top salesman? How do you become? And I'm like, dog, first of all, you only ask in the top salesman, but you got to think about the top seller. You got to think about the person all the way at the bottom. You got to think about the people in between because you can take something from every single person, like shit, the top seller, the bottom seller. You got to take some shit from each person and make it your own and, and, and create your own shit like you know what i'm saying if you got if you're in a sales job and you got to create a sales pitch you gotta get advice and knowledge from the top sales people all the way down to the the nigga who might be last on the sales chart like he might be last but that don't mean he don't have something to offer you right. you know what i'm saying that don't mean he can't bring something to the table you so that experience yeah a lot of people a lot of people are like that and a lot of people is is they egotistical they don't want to do it it's being a man i'm gonna figure it out oh fuck that just like you said like that's the honest to god truth like people are like that and you can't be like that because it's like man like you said this can be an opportunity shit you just got to keep asking questions and digging and digging and digging and just shit because you can't i mean do it in your own way like right you know what i'm saying i'm i'm me you know what i'm saying right i'm not uh i'm really not like a I'm a cool nigga, but I'm not like a friendly motherfucker yeah, that just you know, be just all, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. that ain't me. So I'll I be me, you know what I'm right. saying? But, you know, I know how to network, you know what right. I'm saying? To kick it with motherfuckers and just be myself, you know what I'm saying? So everybody got to find their niche. And that's crazy. I mean, it's crazy because you like, shit, you can talk to a crackhead. And it's crazy because even like crackheads or people who, like, they still educate, they still know stuff. Like, you can talk to Hell a yeah. person that's like fucking Bro, art. on some real all bullshit, I done learned a lot from motherfuckers. That's addicted to drugs, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. a lot of jewels. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Motherfucker say something, and I'll be funny. You know what I'm saying? The way they say it, be laughing. But think about that shit. Like, damn. Yeah. That shit was some real shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit a plot of my life. You know I mean, saying? but so, it, it it don't, it don't, like I said, like, you can take some shit from everybody. Like, just because that person, like, addicted to drugs or might be a crackhead or whatever the case may be, don't mean that they're not wise. Like, shit, they just... Yeah. addicted to a drug but they yeah. got some shit they got a story to tell they weren't always in the position that they were in like you know what i'm saying they came from somewhere they got some knowledge that they can give you and like you said you just got to be able to take stuff from right everybody right like, and then in in today's day and age shit a lot of these successful motherfuckers is on drugs yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. so it's like all these motherfuckers with these millions of dollars and everybody looking up to and oh worshiping you know what i'm saying like these motherfuckers is on drugs so so like looking at looking at where you are now like a timeline from when you first started and when and where you at now like 
how has like what's what what helped mature your your uh, craft? Like what helped you to mature and get better in your in your craft? You know what falling mean? on my ass. Falling on your ass. Yeah, falling on my ass. Like okay, so back up to when shit really started popping off with me being with the Olympics. Let's say we signed the Ross right before I turned twenty one, a week before I turned twenty one. Now, um, what year was that? Two thousand. Oh shit! That, yeah, because that's gonna still be on the podcast. But he's got important. He's a he's a he's a producer. Of course, his phone is gonna be ringing at all times. Damn it! What the fuck? You pull out another phone? Okay, if you pull out another motherfucking phone. <laughs> no, like, no, okay. But look, uh, like uh, 2012 or whatever, I departed from the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And I had to start all over, basically. You know what I'm saying? Because I have... So, I mean, okay, so to backtrack, because I, I didn't even ask about the Olympics. So, the Olympics, you started off with the Olympic mu- music group. So, let me tell you this, like, just a little backstory. So, from what I know about the Olympics, I think it was uh, you, JFAB, uh Knox, Knoxville, yeah, yeah, yeah. Knoxville, and I think it was one more person. Two, well, two. Yeah, cause I. So when y'all first started, man, I think uh, only and and I'm not gonna say this. This the only way I knew who everybody was because y'all had an artist, uh, PL, yeah, yeah. PL. I mean, when I say the nigga, he do so good with like shouting people out and and everybody who helped him and putting it like. Is the nigga from Ann Arbor? Yeah. He always say A A. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the nigga, like when I figured out the shit, I'm like he he like that nigga don't have a problem repping Michigan, repping Ann Arbor. Like he literally makes sure he shot out where he from and put people on his back. Like, you know what I'm saying? PL is huge. Like, I mean, he didn't go as far as I would like them go. Like, I remember he used to be on like uh uh one oh six and park. And he won a won a couple of freestyle Fridays and shit, but you know what I'm saying he would be like you know BP on the beat. Uh, I remember he would shout everybody out like you know what I'm saying on his in his music and shit. Like he would put his shit out there. Like you know what I'm saying like he a real nigga. Like you know what I'm saying fresh into you. Um, that was a single. Then he did uh uh I remember he had was it no breaks. He had a couple volumes of no breaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and and nigga doubt like man, he got so many projects. It's man, it's like crazy. you know what I'm saying. It's crazy, and then I'd be like, like people, uh, people knew like I fucked with PL. They'd be like, yeah, PL put out this. PL put out like the nigga was up and coming, and I fucked with PL so heavy, like it was crazy as fuck. Like you know what I'm saying, but I'm like, damn, I know PC and PC on the beat, man. And I remember he said this in a couple of his songs, like. He'll say that shit. I'm like, damn, I know this nigga PC. Like, that's crazy as hell. Like, <laughs> like that shit crazy as hell to me. Like, I know who the fuck PC is. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, with the Olympics, like, how did y'all end up splitting up? Like, you know what I'm saying? How did, was it like one person, like, one to well, be? After that, well, now, because now it's only Fab and Knoxville. Yep. After I was out of the group, everything just kind of, like, just fell apart. So, you basically. was the glue? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I was the glue. Cause mm-hmm. I put, cause I'm the one that sparked the. Well, I'm the one that put it together, basically. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like my brother, you know what I'm saying? Uh, RIPC dot flame. Flame. But he, um, one day, cause okay, me, Fab, Knoxville, 
BP and Flawless was all working with PL. Like PL was working on a project. Mm-hmm. Um, what the fuck? Um, hard work. He was working on hard work. Yep, 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 yep. He was working on hard work, and he was working out a studio in Ipsy called Ready Rock. And Ready the guy Rock. that he was signed to was paying all of us to do PL projects. So around this time, like we were spending a lot of time, like at that studio all together, like it was two rooms. So sometimes I'd be in one room and then PL would be in the other room recording and making beats with BP and Flawless. Yeah. And then we was like, nigga, we was like pulling all nighters. Like we would all be in there. Niggas that had a games up there. Like niggas that really be working. And we just, we were so close from working on that one project. And then mm-hmm. like other artists like uh, Flame, Tone Tone, um, the twins, a couple other motherfuckers was like, if they got a beat from me, they get a beat from Fab. They right. end up getting a beat from Flawless. They right. end up getting a beat from BP, and it just kept going like that. So it was kind of like it was basically like we was already a production team before we actually came together and formed a group. And so Flame, one day I was at that nigga crib, and he was like, "Man, y'all like, man, you should get them niggas together, man, and just form a group and just you know y'all should all just come together. That should be big." And I'm like, you think so? And he like, hell yeah. And he like, y'all already work together, like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, damn. He like, man, put that shit together. And I'm like, all right. And nigga, I call. I think I talked to Knoxville first, and I had threw the idea at him. And he was like, hell yeah, that shit sound good. I'm like, yeah, we gonna um, call everybody, put a conference call together, or whatever, and you know what I'm saying, set up a meeting and see, you know, if niggas with it. And we, I, I set up the meeting, and. Threw it at everybody, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, fuck it, that's what we're going to do, and we yeah. did it. And that's exactly how this shit happened, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's crazy. So, you know, like, basically, you know, I was the glue, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So it it did kind of, you know, fuck up everything when yeah. I went my way, however it happened, you know what I'm saying? When that shit happened, it, it fucked up everything, because now it's only two niggas. You know what I'm saying? So, but I know, like, like shout out to J-Fab, because, I mean, I, like, I still follow J-Fab, and, like, just on the strength of, like, what you like i don't know them personally but just because i fuck with you like i still be following certain niggas like j fab like i know he uh he got a passion for cooking and shit like yeah, for sure yeah, for yeah, sure yeah, he yeah. got a little food truck and shit like i literally stay stay current with the niggas on the strength for you like i'd be like shit let me see what they doing you know what i'm saying like these niggas used to be great like i i know the shit y'all capable of. so That's like i didn't follow fab and i know he liked the cooking shit and like i see like his shit on instagram or i see a shit like, I know he had a food truck out in Romulus, and he'd be following, like, different little events and shit. And, like, he got a second passion, too. Like, he liked to cook. So, I'm like, dog, like, it ain't just music. Like, he's just talented. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, so, right, right. He right. talented. He got two passions. So, it's it's crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? People, and maybe music might not be his end-all, be-all. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it this the, the cooking shit can lead him into a different um a different pathway and it might be his real calling like you never know like right so it could all be it's, it's timing and, and it can all be worth it like you know what i'm saying that could be the end goal you know what i'm saying so it's just crazy to me but i'm like to me like i don't know like you you a producer mm-hmm. like like just for me like when i was telling you earlier like hey look if with i like to 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 pre 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 um 
get you ready for the show and tell you like don't don't touch this don't move that put your glass here because nigga i don't i don't want a lot of sound i don't want to be sitting here i don't want to do no editing i don't have a passion for that i don't like it i don't want to learn how to know fucking audacity pro to, no it's not it's not <laughs> it's not lazy i don't want to learn how pro tools audacity that's not my passion i don't care how it works i don't want to learn how to mix and master i want to talk i want to create i want to inspire i want to do shit like that you know what i'm saying so for you what's your what's your like motor What's not no, we good. Oh. What's your uh like what's your motivation to to keep you going and and produce music? Or what's your motivation? Shit. Um my kids. <laughs> my kids, you know what I'm saying, taking care of my family. Um me, um uh, just my love for music. You know what I'm saying? I love music. Like this right. is something like even if I wasn't making money off this shit, I'll be doing music. Right. That's what I love to do. So that and um, me um, inspiring other people to do it. Like it's a lot of producers that look up to me. A lot of producers that look up to me. You know what I'm saying? All over the world. Like right. I done been in fucking California and I tell a person, you know, oh, I'm such and such and they'd be like, oh shit, I mean, I know, man, this and yeah. that and that. You know what I'm saying? Like that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what keep me going. Like damn. So, yeah, all those things or whatever is my motivation to keep me going. But first and foremost, just my love for music. And, you know, it's not about the money because I just love to do music. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Why? I'm like, so do, so doing music, like, why you didn't, like, you know, because, like, having parents and family and shit, you know what I'm saying, after you graduate, they'd be like, okay, here's your open house and, hey, what college are you thinking about? Da, da, da. You know what I'm saying? Why didn't you, like, why not college? Why you didn't take the college well, route? Well, first of all, I dropped out of the 10th grade. Like You, you didn't graduate? Nope. Um, Like, the first, what what the fuck, the first semester, I ended up, I didn't move past that or whatever. My homeboy, my best friend, got killed my 10th grade year. And um, after he got killed, the nigga who killed him or whatever, we all went to school together. Mm-hmm. So, it was other niggas that was involved or whatever. And I remember after he had got killed, we all went back to school. Mm-hmm. And I remember they pulled us out. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all can't, y'all can't, y'all can't be at the school at the same time or whatever. My mama ended up pulling me out of Robichaud. I was getting good grades. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't a bad kid like getting E's and S. You went to I was getting, Yeah, I was getting good grades and shit. And um, but when that happened, my mama pulled me out, and um. I didn't like go directly to another school right after that. Like I was at home for like a good month or two. So after that, my mama ended up, I don't know why the fuck she did this, but she put me in a alternative ed school, mm-hmm. Cambridge. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I had yeah. went there for like two months and it was all older kids and shit and just the <laughs> vibe. It wasn't a high school vibe. You know right, what I'm saying? Yeah. This shit was just like, man, what the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? Y'all got cigarette breaks and shit. I don't even smell. Like, what the, <laughs> what the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? Ain't no, ain't no bad females here. Like, all these bitches ugly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just wasn't feeling it. So, nigga, one day, I bullshit you not, I was staying with my grandma. My mama had put me out. I was staying with my grandma. And I think I had missed, like, a week of school. And um, I was just going through a lot mentally, bro, because mm-hmm. that was my best friend, not this was my best friend because the nigga got killed. Like, no, nah, this was my nigga. Right, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So when he died, when he got killed, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit fucked me up. Like, that's what 
grew me up. That's what had me just that just that changed my life. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I didn't go to school. I remember I didn't. I had uh, missed like a week of school, and I remember my grandma had came in my room was like, and she came when she came in or whatever. She wasn't mad. She was just like, "You ain't going back, huh?" And grandma I looked at know. her, grandma and I looked at her like, "Nope." Grandma know. And they, it wasn't even like I had made that decision or whatever. It was just like I was just like spaced out. Yeah, my best friend got killed, so I'm just I'm I don't even know what the fuck I'm on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But she, she was like, "You ain't going, you ain't going back, is you?" And I was like, "Nope." And nigga, I never went back to school, bro. And she ain't after she said this shit. She she was just like, "Okay," and didn't cuss me out. Didn't say, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nothing negative. It was just, that's all it was, bro. That was the weirdest shit ever, bro. Because because in a sense, one grandma know grandmas know every fucking thing. I don't know what it is. They just know every fucking thing. And then two, you know what I'm saying? School's not for everybody. School like that school route ain't for everybody. Like some of the most successful people in the world, most successful people in the world either didn't go to college or didn't finish school. They dropped out. But when I look at it, I look at it and I look at a lot of rappers, producers, a lot of a lot of moguls like they have the same qualities and they the same story like you know what i'm saying they didn't finish school you know what i'm saying they they didn't want to work for somebody they had all these dead end jobs and they didn't want to work for somebody and it just didn't work for them and they wanted to create something different they wanted to live a different life they wanted to inspire others but school is not always the route like you know what i'm saying it's not for everybody like yeah but man you you got to graduate from high school like that after 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 that shit, like years later, I was so pissed at myself. Like, bro, how the fuck did you drop out? Because it, like I said, it went like I was getting bad grades, or I just, you know, what I'm saying, school was was cool. You know right. what I'm saying? And I was actually thinking about going to college. You know what I'm saying? And experience the college dorm life right, yeah. and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? So that shit, like, man, my homeboy getting killed just fucked me up, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like my whole, all my plans. How I envision my life to go, like it just, nigga, I just did like a straight three sixty, bro. You know what I'm saying? But everybody need to, every kid need to at least graduate from high school, bro. Like that's mandatory. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like college, I can see you. You know what I'm saying? Being like, all right, I got my mind made up of what I want to do. I know what I want to do. I'm gonna pursue music, or I'm gonna pursue this, or I got a, a good job here, and I'm gonna work my way up to this. Right. I can see the college thing because I know a lot of people who went to college. And graduated from college and got degrees and shit and ain't really doing shit. You know what I'm saying? So I can kind of get that part. But high school, you gotta you you gotta complete high school, bro. You know what I'm saying? So I encourage anybody, just because you know a couple motherfuckers that dropped out and it's still successful, like fuck that. That ain't the way. You yeah, know what I'm no, saying? Like yeah. that, I wouldn't ever be like, nigga, fuck school, nigga. I did it. You can do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> like nigga, fuck no. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Hell no. Nah. You know what I'm saying? So, man, finish high school for sure. The, yeah, no, I mean, no, I mean, at least high school, like you said. But like I said, the college route. Yeah, it, college, yeah. yeah that, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Even though, like I said, if I wouldn't, like if that shit wouldn't happen, I would have went to college for sure. You know what I'm saying? Just because, you know, watching movies and shit, it just looked fun. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. damn, I'm about to be here, all these hoes. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, like I always wanted to do it. Like, And then even like. I remember, like, okay, so, like, when I did, like, even though I dropped out, but even when I got to the age to where, like, 
all you know, few of my friends was going to college and we going to Eastern and mm. U of M and visiting motherfuckers that they doing that shit looked at fun as hell, bro. Yeah. And I used to be looking at like, damn, why the fuck did not you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I can't even lie, I can't even front. I remember the first time I went to Eastern, that shit just looked at like it was the shit. Yeah. Shout out to Eastern. I went to Eastern, uh former Eagle, <laughs> uh alumni, my That's alma mater. Up, but I mean, like today, like so it's crazy because I went, I went back today. Like I was just on Eastern Campus. I, I still go to the same barber, the same nigga that been cutting my hair for forever. Cause niggas, for some reason, when we got one barber, we just trust that nigga forever. Like nigga, you gotta damn near give your like if you do go to somebody, you have you gotta get that nigga a speech. Like look, Man. nigga, I've been going to the same barber. Don't fuck me up. Look, I don't have to be here. I don't have to give you my money, nigga. My barber was booked triple time today, nigga. So I'm trusting you to, to 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 cut my hair. So let me see what you don't push my shit back. Don't take a little bit off the top. Man. Nigga, Man. ask me how I want my shit. Don't Man. just go in and get to doing what you think is fit. So I went back and my, my, my barber, he was like, yeah, I'm booked. You know what I'm saying? I got two, three people. No, he actually had six people. And so I was like, man, all right, fuck it. I was like, I'm like, all right, you got six people. He was like, you know what? He was like, just give me two heads. Get two heads and you'll be good. So I was like, all right, fuck it. So I walked around campus and, man, like I was going to get some money from Chase. I was supposed to go to Chase and get some money because from what I knew, they had a Chase on campus. And this was four years ago. Man, I'm walking around campus and I'm just like, dog. You older niggas then fucked it up. You niggas who didn't go to college fucked it up with your music. Y'all used to come up there, niggas would be blasting music three, four o'clock in the morning on your spinners and your hubcaps that spent, and y'all be in that bitch three, four o'clock in the morning blasting music, and now they didn't change the whole dynamics because there was more people at Eastern. They was actually at the school who didn't attend Eastern. They were just up there attending the fucking events and going to the wreck and playing basketball and they had graduated years ago and it was just like you niggas didn't fucked it up for everybody they didn't change a lot of shit like because of you niggas you got nigga you got to have id you got to get a blood sample they ask your social security number they want five uh security questions get the fuck out of here (laughs) i mean that's how i feel so you know what i'm saying it's it's just crazy like college definitely like yeah, because I remember when we had went, and it was like, we was in that bitch fooling. We was in the fucking girls' dorms. Yeah. Or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And then the way, like, the way, I think one of my homeboys had a girlfriend, and she had uh, went went to school there or whatever. She had got a saying. I remember it was like, it was like Halloween. I don't know if you remember. Y'all had, like, a fucking honey house, like. In the fucking yeah, dorm or yeah, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. in the yeah it was like in the towers, you go to the towers and like you they they you go up and then turn the light off and shit, and you gotta try to make your way out of the shit like yeah. but it was like in the school though yeah 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 I had shit. went for that shit that shit was a lie but yeah I remember we had went for that but we was in the girls dorm or whatever we was just I think that was in the towers the we, towers like okay. yep yep we was through there just fooling like. Fooling, fooling to the point to where I'm like, bro, how the fuck is we in here? This is a school. Like, how the fuck we in here doing this like this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I can only imagine. Then I remember, um, I remember DJ Mo Beats. I remember DJ Mo Beats used to stay in, um, what's the apartments right across? Pen, Pen Place. Peninsula Pen Place. Place, yep. He used to throw some dog ass parties. 
What the yeah. fuck? He was out there? Yeah, y'all. I don't know. I don't know. Did I don't know if uh well I, I'm I guess he probably did go to school there or whatever, but he used to stay in them apartments and I, that nigga used to throw a dog ass party like every month, like his whole apartment building. Like you know how you got like you go in, then you got the upstairs, the yeah. middle, and then the downstairs. Yeah, like yeah. the whole thing, like everybody in the fucking building knew this nigga. Like they, it was a whole party in the whole building. Yeah, and he used to be off the hook, and we used to go, and that shit used to be live. Like that shit was crazy. Yeah, like it, yeah, college was definitely fun. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't fade by, but it's definitely fun. It's a definitely an experience that I feel like. Everybody should get a, a a chance to fucking to experience. Yeah, we can go for one year. Yeah, please <laughs> go. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But I wish I would have went. You yeah. know, I ain't gonna lie. Like, it, well, no, I can't say that because if I would, I, I probably wouldn't, wouldn't be. be. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just crazy because it's like when you look at everything and the dynamic and the universe and how everything works. It's like if you would have took a different route, like if you would have took the college route. It could have took you a different way and you wouldn't be in the position that you in today. Like it's so crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was talking to one of my best friends, Ashley. Um, which check out my last episode. I did a, a episode with uh Ashley, her brothers in the NFL and uh just how she defines success and how different people d- define success and what success is to you. Um I was just saying, like, you know what I'm saying, we've been best friends for ten years and it's just crazy because to me it's like what if we was in the same fucking orientation group and it's like, what if we never met in orientation? Like it could have been, it's it's so many different ways like that life could have went if like we wasn't in a, in a position that we in, like it could have just took us, you know what I'm saying? in different fucking positions. Like it could have just took you a different way. If you went to college and you would have been a, uh, 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 um, a college boy, a little preppy and shit, like it could have took you a different way and it would have changed the dynamics of your life and you wouldn't have been like doing beats. Like it's a lot of different ways, you, you know what I'm saying, you can look at things. So yeah. it's crazy to me like like how life works, but you know what I'm saying, like it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Like, but I just wonder, like you, you've been a producer for how long? For 30 years. 30 years. So, right. I like that. I like that. How old are you? 30. Okay, I like that. So 30 years. You've been a producer for 30 years. You know what I'm saying? So if, damn, I really do like that. Because it's like, nigga, <laughs> nigga, I've been. I just a, told you, nigga, I, got, I came out the womb making beats, nigga. Yeah, so I'm saying, that's why I'm saying that response yeah. is like, so so, so you've been a producer for 30 years. Let's, let's just put it 30 years. Fuck it. So, like, being a producer, would it, like, how do you, do you, do people reach out to you and like have like want to be up under you and you know what I'm saying like for people who want to take the same route, do you get a lot of people reaching out to you to and to teach them the game? Like, Hell yeah, even niggas who don't even do music, don't want to do music. Motherfuckers just man, just show me how to. I want to rap. I want to rap. Make me a beat. You know, yeah, Joe. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But you and then I got a lot of like I told you, it's a lot of up and coming producers that be like you know. You know, I got a lot of up-and-coming producers that is under my wing that I do, you know what I'm saying, show the ropes mm-hmm. and show them how to do certain shit. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, so it's crazy to me. Like, my thing is this, and I always say this, like, you know what I'm saying, even with this podcast shit, like, I don't know where it's going. You know what I'm saying? I got a vision of where I want it to go, but at the same time, like, when I get to where I want to go, I never want to get to a point where somebody that, that been, like, I was in the same position. Like, nigga, I remember what it was like to be, you know what I'm saying? For you, like, I remember what it was like to be, like, 
a nobody or nobody want to listen to my my music or my beats and you know what I'm saying I never want to be in a position where I feel like people can't reach out to me or I feel like I'm better than anybody else. Like I want everybody, I want people to feel like they can reach out to me and I always want to help and give back, you know what I'm saying? As my obligation and my duty because people gave me a chance. You know, when you go to when you go to when you go to jobs and shit it's the same, like I said, for you, it's different. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got, you got a, a, a CD with a bunch of beats on it you hand it out. But in the same token, like when you go to a job and it's like, ah, oh, yeah, we're looking for somebody with experience. I'm like, bitch, if you give me experience and you right. give me the time and you give me a chance, then you can, you can change everything. You can change dynamics to where I can go with this shit. If you give me a chance, yeah, my resume trash right now and my resume may look all it may look off and I ain't got that much experience but I'll never get the experience if you don't give it to me you know what I'm saying so if people reach out to you and people you know what I'm saying like want help and advice and tips and shit because you've made it you've been at the bottom you started from nothing give it to them give them give them give them the tools necessary to make to the next level help them you know what I'm saying so I like that like remain humble and remember like shit like Give them a chance because you you ain't always had a shot that you got right now. Right. Like somebody gave you a chance, somebody listened to your beats, right. somebody took a chance on you. So keep keep that same energy, keep that karma going. Give somebody else a chance, you know. All right. So sure. I like I you know what I'm saying I like that you know what I'm saying. Um, damn, it's been forty five minutes, forty four minutes. Um, so it's you know it's 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 all about hustle and grind and grit and and that's. A lot with my podcast, like where I want to take it, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like a timeline. Like, you talk about your life before you became, like, it started 30 years ago when you was in the womb, nigga. Like, nigga, this is what I want to do. I <laughs> Like, nigga, no, nah, for real. Like, for real. Like, nigga, this is, it's in my blood. This is something that I've been wanting to do forever. Like, this is something I knew I wanted to do. And I acted on it. I had an idea. And I acted on it. And I worked. And I grind. And I put myself in a position to set myself up for success. Like, you go from being a person to be like, you know what? I don't want to talk to such and such. I don't want to reach out to them. I don't want to, I don't want to ask questions to, you know what? Fuck that. This could be my opportunity. Let me ask questions. Let me set myself up. Let me put myself in a position to win because these niggas have already made it. So I did a, I did an episode with my, with my, with my nephew, which I haven't put out yet, but it's like, I made an analogy in the sense that if you, once it snows outside, it's a bunch of snow on the ground and we all experience this shit. When you come home from getting groceries and you got to grab all the groceries and strong arm them bitches to the fucking house. You look at, you look at your path and you say, okay, cool. I know this snow comes up to my fucking shin or my knee. I can either walk in this shit, just walk straight through and power through. Or I can look at other motherfuckers who done walked up to this door and walked up to the house and left footprints, and I can step in their footprints, and we all do it. You see their footprints, and what you do, you be like, "Fuck it," you be like, "Fuck it." I, I'm gonna try to follow their footsteps, nigga. I'm a, you, you know, what I'm saying you, you a damn near kill yourself. You try to, niggas, you, you try to, <laughs> you try to kill yourself trying to step in somebody else's shoes just so you don't have to struggle and fall or and go through the snow. Cold and, ass snow. You know what I'm saying? And fall, like you know, what I'm saying you will follow somebody else's footsteps. So it's the same thing. Like, damn, that's a good. It's man. deep, bro. I don't know if it's, it's Hennessy. That <laughs> shit, that's some, that was dumb. No, for real. Like I did an episode, and I'm like, which, which, which one are you gonna do? You gonna power through the snow that come up to your knees? You can't really use that because don't nobody want it. I mean, 
with the snow, it's cold as hell. Like, I mean, that's a good one, but at the same time, it's like, man, you can't really use it. I'm that. saying, but which one are you going to do? You going to power through the snow that come up to your knees, or you going to be like, okay, what I see some tracks? Are. Depending on what, shoot, what I, I mean, I'm going to try, like, everybody, you're going to try to follow the footsteps. Like, man, I ain't about to. Exactly. It's cold as hell. Exactly. <laughs> you're going to follow the footsteps of other motherfuckers that did it. So, you know what I'm saying? We're talking about snow uh, yeah, in Michigan. You, you talking about snow. That's what you think. Just deeper than snow. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You. I'm it's, you know what I'm saying? Okay, I got you. I got you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's you, you follow the footsteps. Everybody set a blueprint. Somebody didn't set a way for you. You know what I'm saying? They didn't start from scratch. They followed the blueprint. And you set a blueprint for other people. So, okay. you know what I'm saying? As you go in on your career, like, you I, you, you got a uh, – I, I was listening to one of a podcast you did with AJ and SJ. And – you know what I'm saying? It was like you had a, a young money. They were going to give y'all a, a platinum. Like y'all, y'all would have went platinum, but they didn't qualify. It, it wasn't considered as platinum. It went gold instead of platinum. Mm-hmm. So, But you've had platinum records like that you produced. Mm-hmm. No, so, uh, no, that was the only um, that was the only album that went platinum was the Wayne, I'm Not a Human Being. But it didn't go platinum from No, no, no. Okay, so this is what it is, so you can understand. Okay, so like when the album go platinum, when the album go gold, the label has to pay like it's kinda like with a job. Like, you know, like how we was talking about before we did the interview, like an incentive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you got your set pay, but if you do X, Y, and Z, you get an incentive. Right. That's kinda like with going gold and platinum the reason why artists and producers glorify going gold and platinum because you get an incentive okay so when you when the album go gold like the label has to pay you a certain amount of royalties then when the album go platinum the label got to pay you a certain amount of royalties mm-hmm. right so you see how wayne was just in that legal battle with baby, baby yeah. which he was signed to that label and he was going through the legal battle because of what baby didn't pay him what the he was supposed he to pay him right, right. Yeah. so okay so he, they so cash money didn't certify I'm not a human being that's platinum because they didn't want to pay everybody oh, that next incentive that, yeah. in royalties. Yeah. But now that Wayne is they didn't they didn't settled it or whatever, they bought to certify it and everybody about to get paid. So you're gonna, yeah. you gonna get paid from it? Yeah, I'm gonna get paid. I'm gonna get paid and we you know gonna be able to get that platinum plaque. Okay. Yeah. So you have a platinum plaque right now? Yes. Yes. I have a plaque, yes. No, that that sounds like okay. I don't have one, but I I'm gonna just say it for this purpose. I have one. No, look, cause it, man, I it's so it's this shit is so this music industry is so crazy. Like I got I'm in the middle of some crazy shit right now, but I don't want to speak on it, right? Because yeah, I yeah. want everything. To, yeah. But yes, I'm I'm I'm, okay. I'm claiming it. Okay, there you go. I like that. Okay, okay, you got a platinum. Fuck it, we we platinum. In but no, bitch. but no, also real shit. No, I was saying because um, Universal, not, not like like I said, now that they they settled. They uh, legal differences or whatever. Mm-hmm. They bought the set. Like I had got a call a couple weeks ago. Folks told me like, yeah, they, you know, what I'm saying I talked to a an and and they said they bought the um, certified the shit or whatever, and mm-hmm. everybody gonna be able to get their platinum plaque because if you look it up on SoundScan, it sold a million records. Yeah, like you can't take like it sold a million records. Right. It's platinum. Right, you know what I'm saying? It just was Cash Money was just doing some janky shit to cut to cut corners and not right. pay motherfuckers. Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah, I I got my plaque, you know what I'm saying, but I was speaking on a whole another situation. So do you, know you have how many platinum platinum albums have you produced? Just one. Just one. Yeah, just one. So it it's just crazy. Like, do you ever look at it because you broke off from the Olympics and you do your own thing now? Do you ever look at it like for somebody to shout you out and be like, you know what I'm saying? This this album was produced by P 
PC, like just a, a one album, like being produced just by you, like that. That seemed dope as fuck too. Fuck yeah. Yeah, just one album. You produced the whole album. Like that's goals. Like you know what I'm saying. That could be success to you. Like you know what I'm saying. In my episode with, like I said once again, shout out to Ashley, my best friend and her brother. Um, produce like producing like you be able to be like okay, I got this album. I produced the whole album by myself. I did X, Y, and Z, and it went platinum. Like that's dope as hell. Like you know what I'm saying? Is that your like your like your end goal? Yeah, that's crazy that you said that because I got an artist by the name of Courtney Bell, and his project that we working on. Like I'm producing the whole entire thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like I'm like and it's 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 gonna be big like that for sure that's crazy so, so that's crazy you just said that and that's what you know what i'm saying I like that's my next move you know what i'm saying like yeah. producing a whole body of work entirely by me with the help of a couple other people you know but, what i'm saying but i'm producing and now i'm the executive producer because he signed under my label you know what i'm saying yeah. so so yeah that's so that's what i'm saying like i'm like damn you know my, you know what I'm saying? I just I just kind of followed you and read up on your story, and, and I've known you for years, so I'm like, damn, okay, so what will be the next milestone? You didn't, you didn't win gold, you didn't win platinum, but it's like with the help of others, but it's like to produce a whole album by yourself, like it, like that will be the next milestone and be like, damn, you know. At that point, I feel, like I said, like just on some success shit, I feel like, that will be your point of success. Like, damn, I'm success. I'm successful. I produced a whole album, even though I produced for Wayne, Jeezy, X, Y, and Z. My whole end goal. I've been. I I sat down and I produced the whole album with the help of others. But I'm the main producer. You know what I'm saying? That's where you start. And and I would imagine that would be a good feeling. You yeah, know what I'm saying? For sure. So so that's huge. So, um, man, I just say I just say keep up the 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 work. You know what I'm saying to for me to know you and look and be like, damn, you came from necessarily nothing. You found your passion, you stuck with it. And now you making a name for yourself. Like that's, that's fucking amazing. Like that's, that's, that's huge. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when I, when people, people might not necessarily know why I choose the people I choose to interview, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? They all got a story to tell and I know where they came from. You know what I'm saying? I don't necessarily know where y'all going, I, I don't know shit. I don't know, but I know we all came from. So I definitely want to hear everybody's story and, and, and hopefully it can, I can motivate some others. You know what I'm saying? Somebody might be, want to be a producer or a rapper and they can listen to your story and be like, damn, you know what I'm saying? I really, I want to follow this dude and, 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 and reach out to him and ask him some questions and see how I can improve my music career or my producing career. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's why I do it. It's, it's huge. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I say, I say keep up the good work. I say keep grinding. Shit, it's insane to me to to even try to fathom that shit. You went from being problem child to pay cash, making money with beats and people reaching out to you and being a a, a gold produced, you know what I'm saying, a producer and a platinum, you produce platinum records like to your next project where you produce an entire record by yourself. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm all about progress. And you've been progressing. Like, it's just constant progress. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you only go up from here. All right. So, um, I mean, I just want to, I mean, we about to wrap up the episode. I just want to, um, I mean, one, thank you for even giving me the time of day. I mean, because you still got to have some form of humility. Like, I wouldn't say you made it, but when you come from the hood, like, 
in my eyes, like from a from a hood perspective and coming from like living in Lamont Gardens and fucking Saigon, knowing about how that shit go and ATA, like, nigga, you made it. Like, cause there's some motherfuckers who don't make it. You know what I'm saying? We I don't think Inkster has the hardest projects in the world, but they got some ghetto shit. And it's like from a like when you, when people say, Oh, I'm hood rich, like when when I would say you hood rich in the sense that you done been outside of the uh, outside Inkster, you done been to Cali, you done been around people with money and, and moguls and influencers and shit. So nigga in a sense you are hood rich because you got all this knowledge. <laughs> it don't have to be money all the time when you say you rich. You know all what I'm right. saying? So you know what I'm saying? I definitely I definitely appreciate you because this is a form of giving back. Like even just sitting here talking to you, it's like motivating me to want to to push forward and do more. You know what I'm saying? So For sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure, I definitely sure. appreciate it. Um I definitely appreciate all the listeners uh to listening to this episode. Um with my special guest, uh PC, like I said, a newfound mentor. The nigga ain't know it, but you know what I'm <laughs> saying? So, you know what I'm saying? A brother um, you know what I'm saying? It's it's family, you know what I'm saying? You don't get no closer, you know what I'm saying? So I definitely appreciate peace. I appreciate you, man, for having me. Yeah, so for taking the time. Uh you can follow PC on social media at Instagram, Paycash, P A Y C A S H. That's all you guys pay you don't still got that MySpace? Uh no. Nah. <laughs> <Yo>. Facebook, Paycash, <laughs> P A Y C A S H and um yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't really be on Snap like that. I really don't be on Twitter at all. So Instagram, Facebook. So what? It, before we go, what what advice would you give to anybody who wants to be an entrepreneur, a producer, a beat maker, anybody that wants to do something other than work for somebody else to help build their dream? What piece of advice would you give them? Just do it. What are you, Nike? You can't give them the same fucking... <laughs> you can't give them the advice that Nike hey, man, give I'm them. buzzing like a motherfucker. You want me to give them... A fucking um, yeah, I I would like you to. Uh, uh, what what I was telling you earlier, um, in the interview or whatever, like um, don't ever like everybody is connected to everybody, mm -hmm. so don't ever look at the person to your left or your right, or mm -hmm. just because they not successful at something, don't think they they not as important right. as a person that is successful because. Right. That person might know somebody that's successful or know somebody that knows somebody that's successful. You know what I'm right. saying? So treat everybody equally and always give good impressions, good vibes, good energy. Right. You know what I'm saying? And just build relationships because everything is built off relationships. Yeah. Music, if you want to go to the league, for be a basketball player, football player, like I was listening to uh, your interview with Ashley, and mm -hmm. she was saying how <clears throat> it's a lot of good athletes out here. And, you know, everybody don't get that shot. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. Some people get go to the right school yeah. or, you know what I'm saying? So, and that's real shit. That's with anything, with jobs, with with everything. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, don't ever, like, look at a motherfucker. Oh, this motherfucker don't know nothing or this right. motherfucker don't know nobody. You never know. You know right. what I'm saying? So, that's that's powerful. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, everybody heard it. I mean, a piece from PC. Um, Like I said, shout out to the listeners. Just stay tuned. Uh, my name Martez. You can follow me on Instagram once again at Martez underscore for show. That's F A S H O. And uh, just stay tuned. We got some uh, great things coming. Thanks for listening. <laughs>